Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Get to the chopper! It is the Savage Nation. We are living through the craziest times in American history. Well, I say since the Civil War. I wasn't here for that one. I missed that. I missed the second American Civil War, which was the anti-war movement. Didn't miss that one. And now we're living in the Soviet Union, introduced by the gangster Nancy Pelosi and her henchman, Adam Schiff, the little, the little boy from Southern California, the lawyer that the gangster Pelosi is using to have introduced the Soviet Union to the United States of America. Now, you probably think these are harsh words and very partisan, and you'll be correct. Because in high school, I learned that one of the principal tenets of the freedom of our nation, I learned this in high school, but apparently Pelosi didn't learn this in the school she went to. One of the principal tenets of America was the right to face your accuser. I learned that in social studies. Where was Nancy when that was being taught? What was she learning? What was she learning how to do, how to connive, how to destroy, how to kill? One of the principal tenets of this nation is the right to face your accuser. My high school teacher said that in communist Russia, people could accuse you of things and you had no right to face your accuser or even question him or her. And I was told as a child that that was what made America great, was that people could not falsely accuse you and hide. They had to face you, and you had a chance to question them. Now I wake up, and this rotten, stinking, fetid gangster, Pelosi, has introduced Soviet-style tactics to America. If you haven't heard, the supposed whistleblowers, and they keep growing by the day, now want to do it in secret. They do not want to come before Congress. All of these secret Soviets want to testify in writing so they can remain hidden. We're talking about the impeachment and removal of a president. This is the biggest decision a nation can make. And all the evidence is being gathered in secrecy behind closed doors, out of sight of you and me. And what is being released is cherry-picked by little Adam Schiff and Mr. Nadler, two of the lowest scum. Oh, I'd like to say a few things right now about Nadler and Schiff. They're the type, they're the type that had me run away from New York 40 years ago. I left New York because of street rats like them. Where are the Republicans on this Sovietization of our legal system? Why aren't they screaming about the secret witnesses and the secret testimony? Are there even real whistleblowers? Or are they just made up by Adam and Nancy? 
All it contained are second and third hand hearsay and references to news stories. It seems to me written by a scriptwriter. And we're using the information that has already been proven wrong and unreliable in an effort to remove a president who was fairly elected. Don't you understand that if we sacrifice the sacred principle of facing your accuser and having the ability to ask them questions, we lose the nation? We then become no better than the Soviets or the Castros or Mao or Pol Pot. Do you know how many bodies piled up under them because of the lack of this simple justice? This is not a joke. Make no mistake. Every new story, every new headline, every new accusation is designed for one thing. And it is not to find justice. It is to wear you down and break you down. The goal is not only for you to give up and stop supporting Trump, but also to distract you from seeing what the gangsters behind Pelosi are actually doing to this nation. And that is a coup in what has become a banana republic called the United States of Pelosi. The phone number here is 855-407-282. I realize this is a depressing monologue, but we are living in extreme times. When you see an evildoer like Pelosi turning America into the Soviet Union right in front of your eyes and it goes by you and you don't even understand it because you hate Trump so much. Last night I went to an Italian restaurant. Hadn't been there in a long time. Nice guy, but he's from Italy. He's not an Italian from New York or an Italian from San Francisco. He's an Italian from Italy. So he has a different perspective on the world. I don't even know what his politics are. But he asked me... um, How's the president doing? I know you're on Air Force One. He heard about it. And I said to him, let me explain something to you. Do you know what they're doing to him is something that was done in the Soviet Union? I said, let me put it in terms of what you could understand. If a woman comes in this restaurant and has dinner, and then she goes home and calls the police and says, you touched her outside the restaurant, and you don't have a chance to know who she is and to have a lawyer question her, you will be ruined. Your restaurant could be taken away from you. He said, no, I understand. I understand. I said, that's what Pelosi has done to this country. But, you know, it didn't start with Pelosi. It started with the feminist movement. It started with the so-called rape shield laws that were written specifically to crucify men. Oh, it may have sounded like it was meant to protect women, and I'm sure it has in some cases. But in many cases, uh, the rape shield law has been created simply to destroy men in secrecy. And then it went on to Kavanaugh. Again, Feinstein, one of the most evil people in the history of American politics. Make no mistake about who these women are. How do you think they clawed their way to the top of Pacific Heights? How do you think these two fifth-rate women stay on the top of the political heap through corruption, in my opinion? But it's more than my opinion. You don't even have to be a genius to understand how it all happened. If you flood a city, if you flood a state, with people who are non-citizens, and you manipulate these non-English-speaking people, and you manipulate them to vote any way you want through the corrupt unions, then you'll have a dictatorship. And then once you are drunk on that power, as Feinstein and Pelosi are, what you next do is you decapitate the presidency and you take over the country. This is a revolution that's going on in front of your eyes. This is no different than any other, shall I say, communist revolution. But it's not a communist revolution. It's a gangster revolution. I have no other way to tell you what is going on other than the way I just told you. Let me go back in high school and make it simple for those of you on the left. It now means you are at greater risk than you've ever been in your life. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, gay or straight. It means anybody can accuse you in secrecy and you have no right to face your accuser and cross-examine that accuser. You're now living in Hitler's Germany or the Soviet Union, where people accused their neighbors of crimes against the state, and then they did not have to answer to the neighbor that they ruined. All they had to do was accuse that neighbor. Is this the nation that you want to live in? Is this the ideal of liberalism that you have lived for all your life? To live in a nation where unknown individuals can make unknown accusations, and you have no right to face your accuser? Then you have destroyed the nation. You are the enemy that you feared all your life. I rest my case. But if you don't want to talk about that, you want something else, I don't know if I want to talk about anything else. I'll give you the phone number if you want to talk about this or any other topic. 855-400-7282. I think what I'm going to go from the secret witness, secret testimony that I'm talking about, 
to some other things related to it. And that is the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution that Nancy Pelosi apparently missed in Baltimore, Maryland, where she grew up. Apparently, the Sixth Amendment didn't make it to Baltimore, but it guarantees rights for defendants. The Sixth Amendment guarantees the rights of criminal defendants, including the right to a public trial without unnecessary delay. Did you hear that, Nancy? Did you miss that in Baltimore? Without unnecessary delay. The right to a lawyer, the right to an impartial jury, and the right to know who your accusers are, and the nature of the charges and evidence against you. It has been most visibly tested in a series of cases involving terrorism, where even al-Qaeda members, even people who have blown people up in the streets are being given the right to the Sixth Amendment defense, defense that Pelosi has taken away from the president. You may hate Trump. You may despise Trump. You may hate Republicans. You may despise Republicans. But if you don't understand the bigger picture here, you are going to live in a hell of your own making. Amendment 6. In all criminal prosecutions, Nancy Pelosi, in all, Diane Feinstein, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed. Which district shall have been previously ascertained by law and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, Nancy and Diane, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, Adam Boy, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense, little, little Adam Schiff. I only pray to God, I pray to God that Trump finds something on all of these people. I hope to God that the Republicans can dig up dirt on Pelosi, on Feinstein and Schiff, and just shove it up their faces. And then say to them, you know what, we're going to give you more than you gave us. We're going to bring you to trial for what you've done to this country. And we're going to let you have uh, the right to face your witnesses. We'll even let you have a lawyer, which is more than you did to the president. Do you realize what has just happened to this nation? And, you know, I put this up on Twitter. You cannot believe how stupid people are. You just can't believe how idiotic they are, how they will twist everything because of their pathological hatred for Trump and not understand that they're denying themselves the right to a counsel and the right to face their own accusers. They don't even understand that if we let this go by us, no matter how much you may hate Trump, if you let this go by unchallenged, you will have lost the key foundational principle of American jurisprudence. And you, every last one of you liberals who all commit crimes on a daily basis, every last one of you will be ruined in your life by the same tactics. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Every day, President Trump is facing unprecedented obstruction and harassment from the liberal mob and their fake news allies. He's been exonerated twice, and they're still calling for his impeachment because they know Congress is their last hope. He needs your support now more than ever. Please text SAVAGE to 88022, S-A-V-A-G-E to 88022, and you're going to get official Trump alerts directly to your phone. You'll gain exclusive 2020 updates directly from President Trump himself. You'll be the first to know when new Trump merchandise is available. You'll even be able to give your input on key issues to help shape the 2020 campaign. Again, all you have to do is text SAVAGE to 88022. While Democrats and the fake news media have spent the last two years focused on bogus witch hunts, President Trump has been working around the clock to make America great again. Make sure you're getting your news directly from the source by texting SAVAGE to 88022. Again, be sure to text S-A-V-A-G-E to 88022. SAVAGE to 88022. This was paid for by the Trump Make America Great Again Committee, a joint fundraising committee authorized by and composed of Donald J. Trump for President, Inc., and the Republican National Committee that is dedicated to making America great again. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Two new Soviets using the tactics of Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, and Pol Pot, all the way back to the Spanish Inquisition and the French Revolution. What they used was exactly what Pelosi and Schiff and Nadler and the others are using, which is secret witnesses, secret testimony, no right to face your accuser, 
Madame Pelosi has encoded the tenets of fascism into United States law, putting all of us at risk. And this should affect everyone, including people who hate Trump. If they don't understand what I am saying, I pity them. Then they are as dumb as we say they are. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Robert in California, line five. Go ahead, please. I appreciate from a historical point of view, you're right on the money. I've been studying history since I was four years old. What you're seeing in, is just like in, in Europe, in the Spanish Inquisition, when people were accused of, of like eating meat on Friday, they were burned at the stake as heretics with no nobody. Right, right. This is directly comparable to being burned at the stake by Pelosi. She is now conducting the equivalent of the Salem witch trials. And the vermin on the left, the psychotic drug-addicted liberals, have now turned Donald Trump into a witch that they want to burn at the stake. And they do not care what the evidence is or is not. They have decided he is a witch, they've decided he is evil, and they want him burnt at the stake. We are now living through a, a, a phase in American history that I've never seen before. I've read about hints of it before. We've heard about it in the other direction during the McCarthy era when people were rightly accused, by the way, not falsely accused. Most of them were communists, but nevertheless, they were able to face their accuser. What Pelosi is doing now is far worse than what McCarthy tried to do. Can I tell you a joke? You'll bet. No, I, I'm not in the mood for a joke. I don't have it in my heart or brain today. I have no jokes in me. None. Not so. Not at all. I have no jokes. Not at all. No jokes. If this keeps up, there's going to be a revolution in the country. There'll be 10,000 people outside Pelosi's mansion. There'll be 10,000 people outside Feinstein's mansion. They're playing with fire here. They're exciting mobs. They're inviting mob violence in the country. They cannot use secret witnesses, secret testimony, and induce people to testify without having to face those they are accusing. It's a violation not only of the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution, which is really surprising to me how any liberal lawyer listening to this show doesn't jump in and say, you know, Savage, I don't agree with you politically, but you're a thousand percent right. Just look up the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution, written by the smartest men in the history of the world. That's why it was written, because they knew the day would come that a weasel, a rat, a bum, a Shiv artist like Schiff would come along, a weasel, a rat, a bum like him, would be used by a gangster like Pelosi to eviscerate the constitutional rights that all of us have been granted by being American citizens. Secret witness, secret testimony. I told you, and I'll say it again until it finally goes into your heads. In high school, one of the things I remember, and I don't remember a lot from high school, I hardly remember anything from high school, it's funny how high school is. Some things stick in your head. In high school, I learned from my social studies teacher, because we were during the era of the Cold War with Russia, we were told that the way we differ from Russia was that here in America, we had the freedom to face our accuser. Anyone could accuse you of anything you had done in Russia, and you had no right to face that person who accused you or question that accuser. You were just arrested. And I was told as a child that that was what made America great. People could not falsely accuse you and hide. And yet here we have these rotten lawyers. Zaid, has anyone looked into the so-called whistleblower's lawyer? The ex-CIA agent, Mr. Zaid, Z-A-I-D, who is now fabricating new so-called whistleblowers? Who is Mr. Zaid? Who is this fishy, suspicious CIA agent become a lawyer? who's now representing these secret witnesses. Who is Mr. Zaid? What is Mr. Zaid's background? Who funds Mr. Zaid's inquisition? Why is Mr. Zaid, the lawyer for the whistleblower, not being investigated by the Republicans? Well, I can answer that one very easily because they've abandoned Trump. There is no Republican Party. He's basically standing there alone is what it comes down to. I don't know where this goes, but I know we all lose if he goes down. It's not that we lose a president. We literally lose our Constitution. It means any man, any woman, any child can accuse you of anything at any time. And then that individual can hide in secret. And you will have no chance to face your accuser or defend yourself. This has happened most recently in America before. It happened with uh, Kavanaugh. And who was behind it? The most corrupt senator in American history. And she's still sitting there on top of the Senate Intelligence Committee. 
It just shows you how corrupt our government actually is. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Boy, I'm feeling the weight of what's going on in this country. It's starting to come down on me a little heavy. I may need a vacation because I've reached a point where words have no meaning anymore. It's time for action. When you have a gangster who is taking over the country in plain sight, and you have a gangster who is using the tactics of the Soviet Union in plain sight, and some of our best journalists in the country, and there are many, say nothing about the gangsterism of the tactics, the violation of the Sixth Amendment in particular, then I can do no more than I have already done. Secret witness, secret testimony, throwing out the Sixth Amendment to crucify a man called Donald Trump. You know, even during the most severe mafia trials in America, let me make it real clear to those of you who don't get the picture yet. If you remember some of the trials, whether it was Valachi or uh, the Don, whatever his name was, the Teflon Don, his name I forget, I don't remember his name. They had great lawyers. In every case, the government had witnesses. Even to today, uh, murder trial, drug trial, drug dealers. Who are the witnesses? The government gets the witnesses. What just happened to a witness in Dallas? Witnesses. In other words, witnesses, witnesses, witnesses. They come forward in a trial and they have to testify in public, in a courtroom. Uh, there may be very rare exception, and the only exception I have seen is under Diane Feinstein's hand after the assassination of Randy Weaver's 14-year-old son and his wife by an ATF agent. Feinstein introduced Soviet tactics into America. She's, she's the long hand behind it all, by the way. She's the long hand behind it. She is the dark queen of hearts of American society. And now her sister up on Pacific Heights is trying to drive a stake into the last vestiges of our legal system. Even in the peak uh, years of the mafia trials, they had a right to face their accusers, and the guys got the best lawyers in town. Remember Bruce Cutler working for... Uh, I forget his name, honest to God, the Teflon Don, whatever his name was. Remember how Bruce Cutler protected him in court? He was able to cross-examine the witness. He was ordered to, able to offer a great defense for the Teflon Don. Do you remember those days? So what I'm saying to you is this has far-reaching consequences. I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care if you hate Republicans. But you better not hate this republic. Because if you do, you will go down with it. It means that anyone could accuse you at any time of anything and your life could be destroyed. Ernie in Spokane, tell us your story. Go ahead, please. Hello, Michael. Love your show. I work for a large corporation and a uh, supervisor, and they gave out all the employees phone numbers in case there's something unethical supervisors or anyone else are doing. And uh, the employees figured out how to do this. They would call up accuse a supervisor, which I know I was about eight times, and then they do an investigation, and you could never meet your accuser. I see. And I sat there for weeks on end, and it takes your concentration out of your work, and uh, then you're looking around your shoulder like, uh, my gosh, what am I, what are they going to accuse me next? And well, they the did this to our war heroes in Iraq and Afghanistan, by the way, which is why I raised money for a few of them. It was, again, the same exact thing. Uh, lower-ranking officers who wanted to bring down the officer they couldn't keep up with, take his position, destroy him, made crap up about what he did in the field. And they, in, in this case, he was arrested after the fact and put into F Fort Leavenworth. And it was only because of my outcry and my raising money with my listeners and getting a good lawyer were we able to get him free? And then Trump stepped in and gave a pardon to a few of these guys. So we're now moving strictly, rapidly into the Soviet era. And this one, though, is not on a battlefield. This is in plain view. This is in plain view. We have breaking news. Play the breaking news sound. This is just what I feared would happen. Go ahead, Jim. Play the breaking news. <laughs> 
most far-seeing man in American media history, Turkey bombs U.S. Special Forces in Syria attack by mistake. I don't believe it was by mistake. It is a developing story. A contingent of U.S. Special Forces was bombed, bombed, bombed by your friends in Turkey. All of you people should understand that I was right from the beginning. I knew this would happen. I saw this coming. And uh, senior Pentagon officials are shaking in their boots saying, oh, Turkish forces should be aware of U.S. positions. However, somewhere between 50 to 100 troops are there. They say they keep changing it every day. Every day they're changing the number of special ops individuals. You're never going to know the truth. But the headline is a contingent of U.S. special forces caught up in Turkish shelling against the Kurdish positions in northern Syria. Days after Trump made a blunder and told his Turkish counterpart he would withdraw U.S. troops overnight from certain positions in the area. Uh, almost immediately, the Turkish Ottoman Empire invaded uh, this uh, area. And now we find out that special forces operating on Mashtanur Hill, I don't know what that is, in the majority Kurdish city of Kobani, came under artillery fire from Turkish forces conducting their so-called Operation Peace Spring against Kurdish fighters backed by the United States. This was predictable. This did not have to happen. This was the biggest blunder Trump has ever made. And, of course, this could have been predicted. So we can't do anything about Turkey. We can't do anything about uh, the Kurdish territories. The only thing we can do is defend our own territory from the gangsters who are eviscerating our Sixth Amendment right in front of our eyes. I'm shocked, by the way, that there are no journalists or reporters who are not onto this. Even people who are diehard liberals should be screaming about this, saying, now, wait a minute, this is wrong. Wait a minute, we have a Sixth Amendment. Wait a minute, secret witnesses, secret testimony is not part of our system. Donald Trump should have the right to face his accusers. His lawyers should have the right to cross-examine them. What kind of nonsense is this? I have not seen one editorial to this effect in any major or minor newspaper in America. In fact, I'm the only one in the media who is talking about it. And I pray to God somebody uh, with a bigger audience than mine picks up on this. I don't really care. I don't really care where they get their ideas from. They could steal my entire monologue. I feel like Abby Hoffman right now. Steal this monologue. It'll be up on my, my podcast right after the show. Steal my monologue. Use it tonight on Fox News, Tucker. Go ahead. Enjoy yourself, Tucker. Look like the genius you aren't. Just get the message out, Tucker. You're a great hit right now. Years ago, you wore a bow tie and you were a left winger. But you found a new racket which is playing to the right wing crowd. So go ahead. Take it and run with it, Tucker. Maybe you'll get a bigger audience out of it than I do. Have a nice night. Connecticut, Burt, line two. Go ahead, please. You're on the Savage Nation. Yes, good afternoon, sir. I'm just reacting to this from the point of view of every veteran that's ever served in this country is being disrespected and trampled on today due to the actions that you're talking about here. My dad. Well, let's start with this. Pelosi is conducting uh, a secret hearing with secret witnesses, secret testimony. Trump is not allowed to face his accusers. Do you agree with me this is not American? This is not American, and if it, go, if it keeps going this way, we're not going to have an America. We're going, to have, we're going to just be trampled on by whatever. Yes, Bert. Sixth Amendment to the Constitution guarantees rights for defendants. I read it on the air, Bert. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I Bert, I'm doing the best I can. I've been on the front lines for a quarter of a century. I think I need to go uh, take R&R somewhere. I don't think I can take this anymore because we're past words. Bert, we are past words. If Pelosi can act like this with impunity and there's not a single major journalist in the country who will stand up to what she is doing, why should I go on the air every day and keep talking about it? Tell me. What, what do I gain out of this? You don't gain anything, but we all do. We all collectively gain by what you're fighting for. And I, I, wanna know, I want you to know that I live one of the, in one of the most liberal parts of the country, and we're all supporters. There's many, many, many supporters you have out here, even in the blue state here. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. it very much, but I'm not feeling uh, very good about what's going on in this country right now. And as I say, even an immigrant to the country from Italy who may not be an educated man understood when I said to him, do you understand what they're doing to Trump means that if any woman comes in this restaurant that you own, that you built up over 10, 15 years with your hard work, you got great food, look what you built, you got a beautiful restaurant. Do you realize any one of the women in here at any time could say that you did something to her and that if you're not able to face her, 
and hire a lawyer to defend yourself. She can put you in prison and take away your restaurant. He said, I know that. Pelosi is doing this to Donald Trump, meaning she is doing it to American jurisprudence. It's that simple. It is that simple. New York City, John Line 1, what's your topic? I know it's not this one. Go ahead, please. Michael, uh, you're brilliant, but I, I have to say, don't you see what the Democrats are doing? When, when they were dirty in Russia, what did they do? They pointed the finger at, at Trump. When they were dirty in Ukraine, what are they doing? They're doing the same thing. They're pointing the finger at Trump. He's caught them twice already, and they're doing the same playbook. And it's just amazing that nobody sees this. I don't know what you're even talking about. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi eviscerating the Sixth Amendment. I, I understand that, but, but this, is all about, this is all about blaming Trump. They're, they're, they're blaming Trump for things that he allegedly did. But they're the ones... Well, that's what I'm saying. So he should have a right to face those accusing him, the so-called whistleblowers, and have his lawyers cross-examine them. But Mr. Zaid, the, sleep, the, 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 the slippery little lawyer, Mr. Zaid, the ex-CIA agent, who's now a lawyer representing the whistleblowers... He's not presenting the witnesses. He's saying he's defending them. He's protecting them from someone. Who's he protecting them from? But, and let me ask you something else, Michael, because I cringed last night. When he was mentioning all the news media and he left you out, how did you feel? I didn't even listen to it. I was having dinner somewhere. And I really don't care. What do I care if he mentions me or not? What does it make my day if he mentions me? Well, what do I need him to mention me for? What do I care one way or the other? Does that really matter to me whether he says Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and Michael Savage? What's going to happen? I mean, my life's going to get better. Well, what's the difference? I don't even know who he mentions. For I, honest to God, I was, I was last night. I was having dinner somewhere. I don't watch the news at night. But uh, that's all. I had the hot dog, not them. I'll be right back. Home of borders, language, culture, the Savage Nation. Turkey bombs U.S. special forces in Syria by mistake. You believe it was by mistake? I got a used constitution for sale. Nancy Pelosi keeps a few of them in her broom closet. Report, Turkey bombs U.S. special forces in Syria, quote, by mistake. No, they didn't. No, they didn't do it by mistake. They chased Trump out of uh, Syria. I know you don't want to believe it. You want to believe he's all-powerful and all-knowing. I will tell you what happened. You want me to redo it for you? Sunday night, there was that call. We know about that. I want to see a transcript, by the way, of the call between our president and Erdogan. That's what I'd like to hear. That's the one I want to hear. And I want to hear what Erdogan threatened. We can only assume he threatened to bomb or sabotage our uh, Air Force jets and personnel at the Turkish air bases in Kirk and, and whatnot. And uh, Trump had no option but say, okay, I'll remove the forces. Because it happened really fast. No president would have pulled troops out so rapidly without a discussion. None whatsoever. Never in history. Never. It's, it's unheard of. He would have had discussions. He would have announced it to the military. He would have announced it to the public that we're getting out, but we're going to protect our Kurdish allies, and here's how we're going to do it. And we have an agreement from the other side not to go. He didn't do it. He ran. He cut and ran. I know you don't want to hear it. I know you want to believe Trump's all-powerful, but he is not all-powerful. He's in real trouble right now. And our enemies know this. Because of Pelosi and Schiff and Nadler and the vermin in the media, they know our enemies have been emboldened to do whatever they want to us on almost any level. China could give a damn. They don't care about anything what Trump says. They don't believe a word he says. What about North Korea? When has Fatboy stopped lobbing missiles into the Sea of Japan? Fatboy's laughing at us. He's doing whatever he wants. Speeding up the centrifuges, building the missiles, doing whatever he wants. We don't have a thing from him. We don't know what's coming tomorrow. You have a weakened president who's under a constant attack by the media and by the Democrats. And do you actually think that our international enemies are going to back down at a time like this? So you ask yourself, are they behind Schiff in a secret way? Are our enemies, like Iran and China, actually working with the Democrats? The Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. 
You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning. The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. As we previously reported, when Turkey notified us of an imminent military operation, we relocated a small contingent of less than 50 special operations soldiers out of the immediate zone of attack. This decision was made to ensure American troops were not caught up in the fighting between Turkish and Kurdish forces. The safety of our men and women in uniform remains our top priority. As such, we are repositioning additional forces in the region to assist with force protection as necessary. Nonsense. There goes my baby. Yeah, well, there's going to be some flag-draped coffins coming home. The very thing Trump abhors will happen. And uh, that's what war is. That's why people enlist in the military, is to fight. Now, what just happened, of course, is a huge deal because Trump's liable to overreact in the other direction now. I mean, if I were his advisor, and I'm not, I would tell him to cancel all fundraising appearances until this is resolved. Stop already with the stadiums. Stop already with, with, the, with the live stadium jobs. You're the commander-in-chief. Your special forces warriors were just hit by Turkish artillery, probably on purpose, President Trump. You have to react, and it can't be through hot air. It can't be through another speech in another stadium. You need to go back and talk to your serious advisors. That means your military advisors and nobody else. And some will advise you to do the following. Annihilate all the prisons in northern Syria containing ISIS fighters with night bombing raids of B-52s or escorted C-130s containing Moabs. Just blow the prisons off the planet. Because if you don't, those 15,000 rapists and murderers who the Kurds so bravely fought and rounded up and put in prisons will be released like rats out of a, out of a nest. And you'll be back where you were a few years ago. Number two, Mr. Trump, summon your military and I hope you have a few hawks left. I have no idea who's there. I don't even know who's in the military anymore. Who's running the military? I don't know. Years ago, we know who the commander in chief was. I mean, who the uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Were. I don't even know who that is. Who is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff? Do you know who it is? I never heard of him. In the past, I used to look up and say, OK, he fought in this one. He fought in that one. He's a, a war hero. I don't know who. These are like wonks, policy wonks sitting there. Number two, some of your hawks will say, Mr. Trump. Annihilate the Turkish artillery sites that just uh, attacked our U.S. special forces. And then say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were a friendly artillery uh, position. It's the only thing, the only thing that the Turkish military will understand. They only understand great force. Sanctions mean nothing to dictators, nothing. They don't care if their people starve. They don't care if their people run out of gas. They don't really care. The leaders of the country are always going to have some food on the table. The only thing they understand is military power. And again, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's very sad that you don't because our American troops got hit. Turkey bombs U.S. Special Forces in Syria by mistake. Here's another headline just off the Drudge Report. Like a big law, Shepard Smith out at Fox. Big deal. Why is he out? Where is he going to MSNBC? CNN, he's going to work for China. Where's Shepard Smith going? Opening a, a marijuana store in San Francisco? Who cares where he's going? He always was a, a red skeleton type of clown. He looked like a skeleton to begin with that. And he's gone. Who cares? Shep Smith out at Fox. Wait to see what comes in the year who's going to be out at Fox. Wait until you see. When Mr. Murdoch, uh, the old man, goes on to his reward, wait to see who's left standing. They'll be on channel 983-5802 at 2 in the morning. You have to dial it in. That's where they're all going to go. All right, Larry, line one, go ahead, please. Hey, Michael. Uh, one of the things Turkey's got on us is they're holding our tactical nukes at Inserlik hostage. American now, and Turkish explain to the audience what you mean. We have an air base there 
and the airbase contains planes that can drop nuclear weapons allegedly on uh, on on our enemies in Russia, right? That's correct. They're tactical nukes, not uh, not the thermal big ones like you have on the ICBMs. They're smaller ones. Uh huh. So you think that Erdogan has said to Trump, "What we'll do what?" Well, you know, if you you know, I have control over these weapons as much as you do, and if you would decide you want to take them out, I can stop you. So that's what the threat was. Well, that's part of it, I think. And also- all right, now let's let's talk together. You're an intelligent analyst. As you know, Trump is mercurial, unpredictable, makes decisions on his own without any advice from anybody. His devout followers think that he's so brilliant he can make no mistakes. Uh, they may as well live in North Korea where the leader knows everything and is all-seeing. I don't live in North Korea, and no leader is all-seeing. That's why we have a military. That's why we have a Congress. That's why we have uh, advisors in order to give uh, the commander-in-chief the best intelligence. But since Trump doesn't care what people say to him, by and large, what is he liable to do now that our special forces were hit by Turkish artillery? I can't tell you. It's, it's whim to whim. You know, I wish I knew. I'm a Trump supporter, but, well, you and I are on the same page with this. It's frustrating. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a MAGA with reservations. Same That's here. That's what I am. I'm MAGA with reservations, and the reservations are such now that we're playing with people's lives. And, uh, okay, so he pulls the troops back, however many. Uh, Turkey hits them with artillery on purpose, no question about it. Because you know and I know that our military would have given them the coordinates where the men were moved to, right? Correct. And you know that the advanced nature of computerized artillery is such that they can literally dial in to within probably a three-meter square where that, where that artillery shell will land, right? Yeah, exactly. There might be one loose round or two, but not many. Okay. So they aimed at our men, and that was to send Trump a message to skadoodle get out of the area altogether because we're going in in a blitzkrieg. We're going to do what Hitler did. We're going to bring in tanks after the artillery. And then after the tanks, we're going to bring in our men. We're going to kill everything in sight. And we're going to take that land. And we don't need anyone to tell us what to do. That's what Erdogan is about to do. So what does that leave Trump? What are his options right now? Uh, not much, unless he's going to do a 180 and start pushing back hard. But I don't see it. Right now, Have you anyway. seen Trump push back hard militarily at all in the two years he's been in office? Yeah, it's been disappointing, to be honest with you, Michael. You know, no, no. Has Trump <laughs> used the military in any aggressive manner in the two years or so that he's been president? No, which is actually a good thing. He's a man of peace. However, there is a time that a man of peace who was the commander in chief has to be a man of war. Well, exactly. It's like Gary Cooper, high noon. He doesn't want to fight, but at some point you have to. Look, Donald Trump wants peace. Donald Trump is a businessman. He's not a politician and he's not a warrior. He was never in the military. He doesn't have the, to be honest with you, he doesn't look like he has the stomach for blood, blood and guts on the ground. He, he, he said it the other day. I told you when I said yesterday, when he gave that speech about the hardest thing in the world for him to do is write the letters, the individual letters to the fallen, the families of the fallen soldiers and how some women throw themselves on the coffin of their sons. It was a very heartfelt story but i said he never should have told it do you remember what i said why he shouldn't have done it because a commander-in-chief cannot give away that he's soft-hearted or that he cares about men to that extent because you know erdogan doesn't care about you in life <laughs> hell no well okay he doesn't have me as an advisor he should because i see things that the uh, guys around them don't see or if they see it they're afraid to say it you know something about donald trump you should know is he hates sycophants he laughs at them behind their back, I believe. And I'm just speculating now. He doesn't like people who are 100% uh, agreeing with him. He knows they're lying to him. Because he knows that he tests people. He tests people. I can tell you from personal experience, the few times I've talked with him, he tests people real hard. And if you cave right away and you agree with him, he has no respect for you at all. He knows you're a liar and a weasel. He only respects people who have opinions and are willing to uh, defend those positions. And boy, oh boy, would I like to help him make some decisions. Now, we are in trouble. We are trouble domestically. We have domestic enemies like Pelosi and Schiff. We now have real international enemies, not phantom enemies. Oh, not a phantom enemy like Putin. That was an invention. He was never our enemy. No, we have a real enemy called Erdogan, a Muslim fascist dictator 
who, by the way, changed the Turkish constitution so that he could run for a third term. In other words, be a president for life. Did you know that? Did you know that that's what your friend Erdogan did in Turkey? He altered the constitution in Turkey so he could have a third term. And they have lost their democracy, as Pelosi is trying to do here in America and eliminate the two-party system. I could care less about Ukraine. How did Ukraine suddenly become front and center to everything in our life? I told you the only thing I know about Ukraine and care to know about Ukraine are Varenikas, which are Poroshkis with potato and onion. My mother used to make them. Other than that, I could care less about Ukraine. For two years, all we heard was Russia, 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 Russia. Now it's Ukraine, Ukraine. Everyone's an expert on Ukraine. Every schmuck on the street corner is a Ukraine expert. Ukraine this, Ukraine that. They don't even know where it is or what it is. How did this happen? Ukraine is the center of the world all of a sudden. Well, no, it's not. The axis just shifted. Our real problem is not even North Korea right now. It's Turkey out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It is the savage nation. Phone number is 855 You heard the new headline, didn't you? I was the only one in the media who, from the day one, said Trump made a grave error. It was this Monday that it happened, right? It was Monday. What a week this has been. I said he abruptly left Syria. Emphasis on the word abruptly, 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 abruptly. Get it through your thick head if you don't understand what I'm saying. If you want to get out of Syria, don't do it abruptly. You plan a strategy. You line people up. That's what I've been saying for a week. And I had a, a guy on yesterday who was a war hero, uh, intelligence officer, who agrees with me 100%. The abrupt nature of the withdrawal was a disastrous military blunder. I study military history as a hobby. I study it all the time. Every great leader... Even great military leaders have made mistakes. So please don't sit there like a moron and tell me that a president like Trump can't make a mistake. He just made one. And to prove it, our men just got hit by Turkish artillery. He doesn't need yes men around him. He needs men who know what's, knows how to play, know how to play fourth dimensional chess, five dimensional chess, six dimensional chess, not backgammon. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Here we got more news, more military news. Is Trump speaking right now? Did he say one word about our boys getting hit by Turkish artillery yet? Or is it a hot dog recipe right now? Hot dog recipe. I'm sick of the impeachment. I want to hear what the commander-in-chief has to say about uh, him pulling troops back and they still getting hit by Turkish artillery. That's what I'd like to hear right now. Can we turn it on for a minute? Because I'm going to get angry in a minute. I may as well blow Come it. Come to conclusion right. on his currency, foreign exchange. Okay, turn it off. Steve- I'm not listening. I'm not interested in China. China didn't just hit our troops with artillery. Did anyone notify the president yet that uh, Turkish artillery just hit our special forces troops? Someone maybe ought to ring him that it's on the top of the Drudge Report. Hello, let's listen in again. Maybe he doesn't know We have pretty much almost a complete agreement on both those issues. And as you know, Mr. President, currency has been a very big concern of yours uh, since the campaign. And we have an an agreement around... Good producer, good film producer, Mnuchin. So there it is. Here's a government that just withdrew troops abruptly from the front lines with our Kurdish allies who, uh, through blood, sweat, and tears, conquered ISIS in the Middle East. And Trump caves caves into uh, Erdogan overnight, pulls our 50 or God knows how many, 100, 800, 9,000. We don't know how many are there. The number means nothing. Pulls them out, pulls them back, pulls them out of the firing line, and Turkey hits them on purpose. They say, oops, by mistake. So here's a press conference that is saying something right now about this. They're talking about China, you hear? Are you people this naive that you believe any of this? All right, what can I say? What do you want to talk? Here's another little military story for those of you who are interested in in where the legions are and what the legions are doing in Germania or whatever. Pentagon sends new wave of troops to Saudi Arabia, even as Trump calls for ending wars. Are you listening to this one? This just came out. The Pentagon is sending a fresh wave of troops to Saudi Arabia to help defend the kingdom against Iran despite President T's repeated pledges to end the U.S. military's commitments in the Middle East. Defense Secretary Mark Esper told reporters at the Pentagon just today, I have ordered the deployment to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia of two additional fighter squadrons and supporting personnel, including two batteries of soldiers manning Patriot Air Defense. 
So two squadrons of jet fighters, three air defense units, will bring to 3,000 the number of troops the U.S. has sent to Saudi Arabia since Iran attacked the kingdom's oil infrastructure last month. So we pull our troops back from the border with Turkey. They get hit today by Turkish artillery on purpose to send us a message of get the hell out of northern Syria. We're going in in a blitzkrieg. We're going to crush everything in our way. We're going to kill everybody. And you just better not be in the way. That's what they're doing. It's their Tet Offensive. It's just equivalent of a blitzkrieg coming or like the Tet Offensive. They're going to kill everything that breathes. Everything with a pulse. Every sand viper will be crushed by a tank. Except the ISIS fighters will be released from the prisons. Wow, oh wow, where are the advisors now that we need them? Where are the wise men? Where are the wise men? Where have they gone? Why are there no wise men around Trump? Why are there only wise guys from the media? How can you rely upon a guy in the media as your best advisor, who if he could make a a ratings point out of it, would show his mother dying of stage 4 cancer from the hospital bed? I mean, if you rely upon a guy who would broadcast from a hospital bed as his mother's dying from stage four cancer, you can understand why things are in disarray. Where are the wise men with dignity, the quiet ones, who know what the hell is going on? Maybe they're nowhere to be found. I don't know. I saw a lot of them uh, when I was over there. Maybe you never hear from them. There were some really smart men there. Maybe they're not listened to. Maybe it's because they don't have pancake makeup and they don't break bricks at night with their tough uh, persona. Maybe they don't eat enough corned beef and cabbage. Maybe they don't smash enough bricks at night and tell everyone how tough they are. One can never tell. But once a wall banger, always a wall banger. But they don't make good advisors, let me tell you. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. So Turkey bombs our U.S. Special Forces that Trump pulled back the other day. And they say, oops, we made a mistake. When you know that's not true. It's a message to us to get the hell out of that area because they're going to invade with a full-on, probably the next will be the tanks rolling over the Kurds and killing men, women, and children. And then you uh, true believers will say, oh, Trump did the right thing. He's playing five-dimensional chess. You just don't see it. And what's occurred to us anyway? We don't care about them. That'll be the next thing I hear from, from the people who don't even understand what humanity even means. Turkey bombs U.S. special forces in Syria, but... Our great leader is giving a press conference right now, so let's listen, and maybe he'll talk about the bombing of our special ops. Go ahead. Um, both parties have allocated or have assigned various people, have created a structure under it. this? And we're down to the final details of, of what will happen if there's a cabinet member uh, with a voice a like that. And that's kind of the final issue. It needs a, a voice together. box. But, but both sides agree it absolutely has to have a, a workable Who is this settlement uh, mechanism, and, and we're very close to that. <laughs> Okay, you see what's going on here? The morons in the press aren't even asking about the bombing of our special forces. It just shows you how stupid they are in the media. But worse yet is where's where's the president's advisor saying, Mr. President, our special forces were just hit by Turkish artillery. You got to say something. Nothing. Nothing. Crazy. Okay, let's take the callers. Las Vegas, Mark, line two. Go ahead, please. Michael, I don't agree with you. I'd first like to ask you where you're getting your information that the special forces were bombed and what was the damage. And uh, I think accidents do happen. You don't know. doesn't seem to be enough information yet. But more, well, Would you like the answer or not? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Shall I read the article to you or you could just go to the top of uh, michaelsavage.com. It's quoted from Sources in the Pentagon, uh, which is quoting Newsweek. Okay, News, right Newsweek has learned through both an Iraqi Kurdish intelligence of, official and senior Pentagon officials that special forces operating on a certain hill in the majority Kurdish city of Kobani fell under artillery fire from Turkish forces conducting their so-called Operation Peace Spring against Kurdish fighters backed by the U.S. but considered terrorist organization by Turkey. There's more to it. They said the shelling was so heavy that the U.S. personnel were exfil- exfiltrated once the attack had ceased. So far, there's no official comment from the Pentagon. So that's the most I have for you. I think it'd be you know, fair to the president to wait and see what, what that means. And certainly in that area, it's not unusual. You're a student of history. So am I. I lived in that area. I lived in Istanbul for 18 months. I've- so what are you saying? It's okay that Turkey bombed our special forces? 
No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that if you're, you know, in the traffic, you know, high traffic area, then you're a pedestrian, you're going to get hit. These folks have been well, a senior Pentagon official said the following. Turkish forces should have been aware of U.S. positions down to the grid. And they said that there were uh, numbers between 15 and 100 troops that were hit. I've got that information just now. Okay. Thanks. And the shelling was so heavy from the Turks that the U.S. personnel were pulled out once the attack had stopped. Pentagon is not commenting on it at all. And what, well, you know, not, that's, uh, you know, not good and certainly speaks to how dangerous it is there. But if you're standing between two parties, like, you know, a teacher trying to break up two kids, you're going to maybe get hurt, which is something that happens. I understand, but don't you think perhaps Trump should have taken his time in withdrawing our troops instead of doing it so abruptly, literally overnight, without any announcement to our allies called the Kurds? Don't they deserve at least that? to get ready for the assault? You know what? My feeling is that, you know, if you're looking at the satellite imagery and things of that nature, they're not, the Turks are not preparing for an invasion without a lot of logistics happening in, in South Turkey. Whoa. whoa. They, they, so wait, so you're looking at satellite data that says they're not preparing for an invasion? No, but you can see the troops massing. They certainly look at that sort of stuff. So probably the president... Right, but you, you obviously are an intelligence official or a man who knows intelligence, who knows that you soften up the enemy with artillery before you send in uh, uh, the troops, correct? They bring, especially Turkey, who has a lot of artillery, they bring the artillery in, which is either it's self-propelled or brought in on rail, and then they mass it and then they start firing. But the point, And then you have to have troops to support them and... For every gun, you have 10 people. So all right, so the Turkish have a big standing army. We all know the troops are ready to invade right after they soften up uh, the territory. They, they drove our men out, our advisors, however number there were. Uh, we retreated because Trump uh, uh, ran them back. Erdogan's probably threatened them in, in along the lines of what was saying. Uh, basically, we're going to blackmail you. We own your air bases, our nukes, or our, your nukes or our nukes. Now, whatever. And Trump had to pull back. And immediately, um, the next minute, literally, the next day, they started to uh, to uh, line up on the border. And now we see what just happened. So so knowing more than I do about this, what's Trump going to do now? The whole area is like that. It's like quicksand. And the Kurds, even though our, they're our, our allies today, uh, it's an area where loyalty shift and fighting has been going on. The U.S. really doesn't have any... Certainly has a- well, we certainly liked their loyalty when we were trying to drive ISIS out of Syria, didn't we? And if you look back in history, you know... They're- well, no, let's forget history for a minute. Let's talk about the blood of the Kurdish fighters who fought alongside our men in order to drive ISIS into the prisons. Wouldn't you say that that was pretty noble of the men and women of the Kurdish military? And a lot of women, by the way, were the military of the Kurds who, who killed the, the, the ISIS members? Don't you think they deserve some kind of support from us? Undoubtedly, there is support. And they've been there before we got there. They'll be there after we leave. Um, it's an area where our efforts, although noble, uh, frankly, it, as this general from England said, it, the, the less they see of us, the less they'll dislike us and think of us. Well, my issue is not so much withdrawing from Syria. My issue is abruptly withdrawing from the area, literally overnight without any warning to our ally, number one, and number two, not giving them a chance to build up fortifications for the oncoming for the coming uh, onslaught. Don't you think they should have been given some warning? My feel, Michael, probably, you know, just with this, breadth and the depth of the operation that the Turkish army is conducting. The president knew two weeks before anyone else that there was something, a party coming. So he's aware of it. It seems abruptly to us because we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And I'd say give the guy a break because that, especially that area, it's the loyal, you know, the Kurds and the Turks, especially after World War One, it was a very fluid situation. Let me ask you, by any chance, did you happen to hear my podcast yesterday and my interview with Don Brammer, founder and chairman of Bremer Group, who has had many tours of duty in the area? Did you happen to hear Don? No, sir, I didn't. But I, Please I, try to listen to yesterday's podcast. Why are Trump's once loyal friends now turning on him? Don't take my opinion. Uh, take his opinion. Here's a man who's highly decorated. Uh, very, a very heavy intelligence guy, uh, special ops, and he said the abrupt withdrawal was a disastrous mistake. You know what? There's, there's really I, I understand it, but you know, the, after you know, from my just 
as an amateur watching history and seeing, you know, Afghanistan or knowing some, something about that part of the world, there's never a good time to leave and always a good time to stay. And all you wind up doing is changing. Well, you could argue it both ways, but the results or the proof is in the pudding. I warned. It was. I said. I stated. My opinion was just my opinion. Your what's your alternative? Keep Only my opinion was that it was an abrupt withdrawal, which was a mistake. But there, now we now that was on Monday. Oh. Now it's Friday, and our special forces were just hit by Turkish artillery. So I was right. It was a mistake. It showed weakness. Erdogan tested Trump, found out Trump cut and ran, and he bombed our troops with artillery. He's trying to drive us out of the area altogether. So I was 100% right. Trump made a, a disastrous error. He showed grave weakness. I would say the same thing to the president if I ever saw him again. I never th- thought I would see him again because he knows I've been hypercritical of him in some areas. He knows that. He knows literally he doesn't listen to every show. Any, any host who says he does is, is fooling himself. He gets reports on what the people who he cares about or respects are saying about him. Little reports here and there, right? In some cases, he watches Fox News and MSNBC on TV. Uh, that we know for a fact. But as far as his radio supporters, he gets summaries of what's being said. He knows I've been hypercritical of some of his decisions. He knows where I stand on the illegal immigration issue. He's failed us completely on that. Would you agree with that? Um, I, I don't know enough about it, but it's, I don't know what. The- well, go to any city in America. You can know everything you need to know about it. It doesn't look like it doesn't look like America anymore. They're coming over the border like with with impunity, just pouring in. How could you say he's done anything good? On, how could you say he's a success on immigration? How that he is a success or a failure, but it seems like at least the issue is out there. And the issue was out there long before he became president. In fact, because the issue was so out there, he became president. His job was to stop the in, the influx of illegal aliens. Well, has anything gotten better? Has anything what? Has anything gotten better with immigration, in your view? You know more about this than I do. Better? No, nothing's gotten better. It's gotten far worse. He opened the floodgates because he just got overrun with the impeachment garbage. First the Mueller garbage, then this. Then every cockamamie judge in America stood in his way. I don't blame him. He would like to have stopped it, but he's failed at stopping it. And so that's a failure of his administration, and we can't say it's a success. I'd love to say it's a success, but immigration is his greatest failure. And he knows where I stand on that. And he's not happy with my opinion, but it is a fact, so he can't argue with it. Thanks for the call. There's nothing more I can say about it. Nothing more I can say about it. San Jose, Mike, line five. Go ahead, please. You're on the Savage Nation. Yeah, thank you for taking my call, uh, Dr. Savage. Uh, I've been listening to, to you and everything you've been saying, and it makes me sick uh, as a person who, on the ground, fought for our country in Iraq and Afghanistan to hear about all these neocons and warmongers trying to put our people back in a unwinnable conflict to which they have no skin in the game and we have to go out there and deal with it. It disgusts me. Well, d- don't confuse what I'm saying with being a warmonger and a neocon. I, I'm, uh, to- I'm totally for pulling our troops out. However, you've got to do it in an orderly manner. You've got to do it in a manner that our allies are protected as best we can. But to just pull them out abruptly like Trump did indicates to me that it was a disastrous mistake. And now on Friday we wake up and we find out our special forces were hit by Turkish artillery. That was the point, Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike. Thank you for that uh, uh, call. 855-407-282. If you get a comment on the latest horrendous news that just came out, that Turkey bombed U.S. special forces in Syria, and we're not hearing one word about it on TV, not one word about it uh, from any of the media. It's shocking. The only place you can find it right now I can't find it anywhere. It's not in USA Today. All it's Ukraine, Ukraine, around the clock, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Yesterday, these schmucks didn't know what Ukraine was. They knew nothing about it. Ukraine, my crane, his crane, her crane. Where is Ukraine? Stop the average moron in the street who's talking about Ukraine. They don't even know where it is. Is it your crane, my crane, his crane? What kind of crane is it? That's all they're talking about. Crane, crane, crane. Not one word about what just happened. Turkey bombs U.S. special forces in Syria by mistake. How many were killed? We don't know yet. And was it by mistake? I doubt it. Back in a minute. 
The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Tariffs. I, I really mean that. I think that world peace. You know, there was a lot of friction between the United States and China. Okay, stop right here. So the president is giving a press conference right now. There's been not one question or one comment about the report that uh, the Turks uh, bombed our special forces in Syria with artillery, quote, by mistake. That's all. That's all. Shep Smith out at Fox. I never liked him. I always thought he was a weasel. Trump critic exits. Colleagues stunned. You know, it's a fact of reality, by the way, that anyone who opposes Trump on any semi-conservative network or outlet loses their show. Did you know that? The audience just doesn't want to hear it. And if you think I don't know that you're upset with me for criticizing him in any way, you're mistaken. I am. I'm very aware of the fact that you don't want to hear anything but that he's uh, knowledgeable about everything and, and can never make a mistake. I, I'm sorry to tell you, no one is like that. You know, I began this show in the most intelligent manner that I could possibly create. And... Uh, you can catch it on the podcast later on today. It was about the emergence of the Soviet Union here in America under Pelosi and uh, whatever that creep's name is, Adam something. And it was about secret witnesses, secret testimony. Very important monologue. You should share it with many people. I then read you the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution with guarantees rights for defendants. Very important amendment. Pelosi is trying to put an eraser to it. And I told you that as a child in high school, I was told that the freedoms we enjoy here can be personified or exemplified, rather, with one fact, that here in America, you have a right to face your accuser or question him or her. I was also told as a child in high school that that's what made America great. People couldn't do what they did in Russia, which was falsely accuse you in secrecy, as Pelosi is doing here in America with her sneaky little lawyer friend, Adam uh, Schiff. And I tweeted about it, and I've written about it, and I've talked about it. Secret witness, secret testimony, no right to face your accuser. Madam Pelosi encodes tenets of fascism into U.S. law. I'm quite surprised that I'm, I'm the lone ranger here. I'm quite surprised that even middle-of-the-road reporters are not catching on to this. This is the biggest deal of our life right now. Because if Pelosi is allowed to erase the Sixth Amendment for the president, who has all this great power around him. What could she do to you? And forget her. What could a co-worker do to you? What could a patron of your establishment do to you if the Sixth Amendment is eliminated? If you own a sandwich stand, someone could say you touched them and you wouldn't have a chance to even defend yourself. This all started with the um, rape shield laws. It was shown to be what it was when Feinstein, the most, let's leave it at that, the most, the most Feinstein of all, did it to a Kavanaugh. And you would think Feinstein would have been punished for it, like thrown off a committee chair. Nothing. Nothing happened to her. So because they got away with it then, they're doing it to Trump now. That's all. No one has stated better than I what I stated today. Secret witness, secret testimony, no right to face your accuser. Madam Pelosi encodes tenets of fascism into U.S. law. It is an irrefutable mathematical statement. And if you want to hear more about it, the podcast will be up in one hour. Please listen to it over the weekend and share it with 10 other people. I'm doing the best I can under the most difficult of circumstances. God bless America. Thank you for listening. The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>